Welcome to another episode of the Best Friends Discuss Podcast. I'm your host with the most, Mike Ray Ray, the legend, the leader of the international podcast. And with me today is my co-host, Brad. Um, <laughs> am I a son of a bitch when I do that? You are a son of a bitch when I, you do that. It's really weird. I, I come up with new stuff every single time uh, just because uh, we just... Well, it's just what I do. I always come up with new things uh, for when I have to do, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but anyway, how are you today, Brad? I'm doing fine. How about yourself? <laughs> Strong start. Strong start. Oh, it didn't do it. The soundboard didn't do it. Will you switch over so I can do the de- soundboard? Oh, my God. Yeah. Here, here. Hold on. Hold on. Technical difficulties. I'll need an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. <laughs> you exa- Bidened it. I it's gotcha. exactly what I said, yeah. wasn't it? All right. So, uh, 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 I'll need an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort okay, to pressure. Okay, I will admit something. That was not on purpose. Uh, me going, uh, to, uh, to, I straight up just forgot what I was saying and I panicked and then hit two for comedic effect. Uh, today, Brad, we are going to do another, uh, episode of whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the police. Um, <laughs> you went for it. I went for it. You went for it. Um, and, uh, so it is, uh, going to be a very serious one. It's not going to be like the last episode, uh, that we did. Um, this one is going to be very serious and a little bit graphic and so an an actual case an actual case this is a case study of of a certain thing that happened um so uh i will admit it is not for the faint of heart uh it it gets uh it gets very gruesome um, okay for what this guy did um so this is uh a, the case of chris watts um i uh, stumbled upon this this guy uh, through a couple of different YouTube videos that I watched. I watched, you know, police clips. I watched interviews. I've watched the polygraph. I watched uh, people reacting to this and the information. Uh, I believe all this happened in 2018, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and there's also a Netflix documentary. Uh, highly recommend the documentary. It is called um, American Murder uh, Family Next Door. Uh, highly recommend it. It basically kind of gives you a bunch of the stuff. So I watched that and took notes. Uh, here's my notes. Yeah. I took I took a lot of notes. I this- want people to realize this is the most work I've seen Mike put into something in my life. <laughs> hey man, I. You know what? That's a lie. All right. This is the second most work I've seen you put into something. What's the first? I don't even know if I want to ask that. What's the first? Spacebound. I almost got teary-eyed with that. Are you proud that I, I wrote three screenplays? I am. I am. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, check out my screenplay called Spacebound. <laughs> uh, uh, not a working title. I think it's, it should be the official title by now, even though you hate it for sure. Uh, and to all the people who have read uh, at least the first Spacebound, because only like two people have gone to the second one, and I think... One, if not nobody, has read the third one. <laughs> so, 
So anyway, uh, uh, yeah. If anybody needs more context on this, go back and rewatch Adventures of Pidgeotto. You'll get some more context on Spacebound. Yeah. Because we are now homebound. <laughs> uh, Should I start this? Uh, yeah, go ahead and start it. Uh, uh, for those of you listening on audio, uh, we started YouTube. Okay. Uh, yeah, I know what I'm talking about. We started YouTube, so we're going to be playing um, some of its uh, its parts of the documentary. So you're going to see parts of 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 the like interviews, the polygraph, the trial, the the uh, body cam footage. So you're gonna see kind of a, a bit right now. So um, I'll set the stage. This is about Chris Watts, who is uh, I have written down husband, father, murderer, <laughs> and he is married to Shanann Shanann Watts. Um, who is, is, it, is it Shanann or is it like supposed to be Shannon? No, 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 it's Shanann. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I saw the way it was spelled. I just didn't know if it was supposed to be pronounced Shannon. Shanann. Okay. Um, so actually, Chris is the only one that has a normal name and a normal spelling of the name because there's several uh, characters I'll, I'll bring in, but Shanann is one, and they have two, two daughters, uh, Bella and uh, Celestia. Cel- Celestia? Celeste, Celeste, I, Cece, um, <laughs> Bella is four and Cece is three and, uh, they're his two little girls and, uh, I can't have you call him this little girl Cece. What do you want me to call her instead? I don't care. Call her, call her Celeste. I, you can't call her Cece. Why not? Because I just got done watching The Office, and Cece in The Office is literally like three years old. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's perfect because Cece no, in this is you're gonna three. You're going to kill her, aren't you? I'm not going to kill her. Chris Watts did. Oh, see? No. Okay. I, I, I can change it. If it. I told you, this was not for the faint of heart. Um, so, uh, basically, the stage is. Um, Chris Watts works for a oil company. Um, he kind of goes out and services the oil, um, uh, like the rigs. Well, not necessarily the rigs, but more like um, it is the um, like the housing units for the oil. And yeah, some of the rigs, but not necessarily. Um, and um, Shanann, uh, she. Uh, she works from home. She works for a company, um, and that company is, to put it in a better term, is basically a pyramid scheme kind of thing, where it's 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 like they they, um, what's the like Tupperware people or the Avon the Avon people? You know what I'm talking about? Okay, yeah. Where you know they're sellers of of their products, and they they get other people to come in to sell their products, and it turns in. If you actually map it out, it turns into a pyramid scheme. Like all other companies. Gotcha. Yeah. And so <laughs> Shanann is actually one of the of their best like sellers. Um, and so she, her whole shtick that she has is that she is a, um, is like a social media person. She, she literally posts everything she has on her social media stuff. I want to say she has like, 300,000 people on her social media uh, things, which is not bad from 
uh, somebody from like North Carolina. Um, so, um, this all starts with her uh, and her friend Nicole, which is not spelled how you would think it was would be spelled. Um, let me see if I could show you. That's how it's spelt. Okay. Yeah, it's a uh, it's real weird. It's a uh, it's Nick Ole Ole. <laughs> so, uh, but it's Nicole. So her and Nicole go to a conference. Um, um, they the company flies them out and uh, they go on a conference, um, and and for the business and yeah, sell stuff for selling and stuff. And stuff. Um, so uh, at uh, let's see. Uh, she gets back from a business trip and uh, her friend dropped her off Nicole dropped her off and uh, Shanann had a a appointment for uh, Shanann is uh, 14 to 15 weeks pregnant Um, and so she had a a doctor's appointment that she was going to take her two kids with her to this appointment while Chris was at work Um. And Nicole, knowing that she was pregnant and had the kids, offered to drive her. Well, she got no response from from Shanann. And so she called, 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 then finally drove her to an appointment and or, or drove to her house to, to check on her. Um, she saw the shoes that Shanann always wears uh, still at the house. She looked into a side window of the garage, saw that the car was still there, and nothing no word from anybody about this so she calls chris chris is very subdued in the matter not freaking out of any sort but very subdued and so uh chris is like it's fine she's probably over at a friend's house it's all good like don't worry about it and so nicole didn't really like that answer so she called the cops for a welfare check and so the cops show show up, which there will be body cam footage if you're watching on YouTube. Um, and uh, he, uh, the cop kind of looks around the house to see in the windows, doesn't see, see anything wrong. No, like, you know, destructiveness, no, like, broken windows, no turning over furniture, anything of that sort. Uh, uh, Nicole ends up calling Chris, seeing if they can get access to the garage. Um, using the code and he says that uh, the keypad doesn't work that there's no battery for it and that he is 20 minutes away and he'll be there right away and so the so the cop and Nicole just kind of wait Chris pulls up he runs up to the cop shakes his hand doesn't seem distraught in any sort opens up the garage and goes into the house and disappears and then and then comes back out opens up the door lets the cop in and they start searching the house. And this is where it kind of gets a little bit weird. Is he... He's very calm about everything. His, his demeanor... Like, uh, there's several YouTube videos of, of people watching his body language. And they straight up are like, something's wrong with this guy. His body language is not what it should be. Um, and he's constantly on his phone. Um, not making calls, like, you know, calling uh, uh, people that may know uh, Shanann, um, but instead is, like, what looks like he's texting or maybe even deleting stuff off his phone um, kind of thing. And so he 
he kind of just doesn't have the right demeanor of of the situation. Um, he's making comments like like uh, his little girl's blankets are gone. Uh, they never leave without their blankets. Where are are the blankets? He ends up finding um, uh, Shanann's wedding ring, um, and uh, they uh, the cop starts asking questions like like. How was your guys' relationship? How was your guys' marriage? And he says that they were actually going to go through a separation. That they had a emotional conversation that morning um, uh, about it and and stuff like that. Um, uh, he finds the wedding ring on the nightstand. No note. Finds her phone shut off. And uh, all of her friends say that Shanann's phone is basically like her lifeline, her yeah. her her support, because she's constantly on social media posting about her life and selling her products and stuff like that. Um, uh, no broken windows, no struggle. The house was was. Uh, uh, they even bring in like uh, forensic people, and they say this is a, a disturbing amount of how clean it is and it uh i think at one point somebody even mentioned that it smells like bleach um but um but shanann is a very clean person as is but it almost seemed too clean um um they uh nicole her friend also noticed uh that shanann's bag was left on the counter uh shanann not only being uh you know about 15 weeks pregnant is also a uh, diabetic and she also got uh, diagnosed with lupus so she you know uh, uh, needs her, her medication and she stuff. she needs her medication uh, and not only you know also with two kids um, shoes aren't missing anything like that um, so yeah very odd situation at one point, uh, they go over to the neighbor's house, um, and the neighbor has a camera uh, that is constantly on that shows um, not only the uh, his driveway, but part of Chris's driveway. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, in, oh, excuse me, in the video footage, it shows Chris backing his truck up. Uh, the truck that he has is a work truck, and so all of his tools, everything he needs is already in the truck. Um, the The neighbor even mentions that he never backs up the truck. He always keeps the tools in the thing, but Chris claimed that uh, he backed the truck up to put tools that he needs into his work truck from the garage. Um and the neighbor also uh, states uh, that he is not acting right and that he is uh, usually very subdued and not talkative. And uh, uh, he also used the words antsy, that uh, he's like never antsy. He's very like laid back, subdued um, and stuff like that. So he very much him being very talkative and kind of like moving his hands around um, is very weird for for that again the body language um the next day uh after after filing the report um uh he ends up uh so the the let's see the cops pass out missing posters uh or flyers and stuff um 
They also brought in a canine unit to, to smell around the house. And at this time, the canine unit showed up. Chris was in the middle of, of starting a TV interview. He actually, in one day, did three different TV interviews. Uh, and uh, again, you can kind of see his body language. He has his hands... Uh, or his uh, his hands on his arms uh, in a in like a protective manner as a, as the professionals call it that he's he's not he's 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 not letting himself fully go like he's in a protective state, um, but like I said he did three different TV interview interviews and his entire demeanor stayed the same same monotone voice same. Um, uh, he had weird like languages like 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 he he like they would they asked him about like oh how was your marriage and he would say like we had an emotional conversation and it just was weird words that he would use um he would uh he he has slipped in the interview saying um stating stuff in past tense instead of like uh let's see what what was it Oh, let me look through my notes. So in all in all, he's just acting sketchy. Yeah. Uh, the interviewer asked if they had an argument. Chris says it wasn't an argument. It was an emotional conversation. Uh uh, he often uh, pauses in, or he often pa has weird pauses, uh, and uh, he also has an uncomfortable laugh. And so he, uh, there's a, a point where he says, I just want them back, and then a light chuckle. Like he goes, I just want them back. I want them safe. I want them back. You, <laughs> you know, like I just, I want them here. I, they need to be here with me. You know, weird, weird things like that. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, he uses a uh, past tense instead of is. Uh, Crystal. Uh, uh, so. Yeah. Anyway. So it's very much like he, something's not right. Something's definitely wrong. Why would you do three TV interviews and also be very. He, he kept saying the, the same things throughout. Um, so, yeah. So then, uh, the day after that, uh, he then goes into a interrogation um, with with uh, the detective, and the detective, you know, brings up, "Hey, you know, have you ever cheated on your wife? Do you think she was cheating? Uh, you know, you you said that you keep having this emotional conversation, and that like he he stated that with this emotional conversation, he he cried while having this uh, thing." Uh, I will say he has not shed a single tear uh, during the uh, interviews, the interrogations, the polygraph. This man has stayed the st stone cold the same throughout. He, again, something's not right. And it's very disturbing on, on why. Um, so they, they, uh, they talk about uh, his infidelity, her infidelity. She doesn't, or he doesn't think that Shanann um is cheating on him uh he states that he's not cheating on her um uh that uh he honestly wasn't worried about her 
not being there because he thought after the emotional conversation that she went over to her friends to kind of decompress, took the kids, um, and stuff like that. Um, he also says that, um, that, uh, she must know the, um, the, uh, the person who took her, uh, because there, it wasn't a, um, struggle, a struggle, um, <clears throat> that she must know the person. Um, da, 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 da. That, uh, that to me would be a weird thing to say. Yeah. So another weird thing was, um, the, de- okay, real quick before I get into my thing. Uh, why, why would that be weird? Because if he was acting all normal in the house, it doesn't sound like it was like somebody took her. Plus, if somebody's going to take you, I, they, I would think that they would also, you know, take some other stuff, you know, like your wedding ring. Mm-hmm. Hawk that shit. But, yeah. like, it, it almost seems like when they were at the house and that, it was more of a, like, oh, maybe she just went to a friend's house. Why would you say he know, she must know who took her? Like, yeah. that's, that's like a change in story <laughs> of between she left on her own fruition to yeah. now she's been taken. Yeah, I will like s- so to me it just it, it sounds weird to say that it's almost like a change in your own story. Yeah, so so in all fairness, he did like kind of go back and forth where he's like he he would say that oh she's she probably just took the kids. It's one of those situations yeah. where they they were gonna separate, they were gonna get a divorce, whatever, and that she fled with the kids to get the kids away from him. Um, uh, he has like thought about like well, maybe somebody took her. Maybe she just left. She, like, no matter what, she is missing. Okay. How she became missing is is what needs to get solved, basically. Um, but one of the uh, an interesting thing in one of the videos, YouTube videos I watched, was that um, I, the, the detective asked, like, if we, when we find who did this, whoever took her, if she was taken, whoever uh, took her, what should the 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 punishment be? Should it be life in prison, death penalty? And he was very, like like, you're a father. You're a father of two. If if you found out your kids were missing and somebody took them, wouldn't you want the 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 hand of God to to bring down righteousness onto that person? I mean, right? pretty much. Like death penalty, life in prison, stuff like that, right? He said, uh. I'm trying to remember. He said something like, "Like, yeah, they should get arrested, not death, death penalty, not necessarily life in prison, but they should go away for a long, long time." Which, again and again, in that same monotone voice, so it just you would think that he would be a little bit more choked up and emotional. Like, yeah, I hope that fucker burns in hell, you know, kind of thing, you know. <laughs> but he wasn't. He was like, "Yeah, they, yeah, you know what? They should go away for a long time." It's kind of like a person who, who kind of agrees with the group, but also does wants to have enough of, of a chance to like push away from the group. Like, like, yeah, no, no, no. I, I, yeah. Burn in hell. I agree. Also, maybe not though, you know? <laughs> so, so yeah, it just, it was a very weird thing. Um, uh, again, he states that he did not cheat on his wife and stuff like that. So the cop asks, hey, are you okay t- to do a polygraph test? And he agrees to it. And this is where it kind of gets fun. 
Um, the polygraph test uh, is is uh, it's just mwah, it's just so good. Okay, so quick question. Okay, yes. Do do they ever find out what happened to him? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. And that's one of the things that uh, gets real. Um, shows that he's not a nice person. Um, so they go. Let me flip through my pages real quick. Uh, so they do the polygraph test on uh, August fifteenth, uh, and uh, the polygraph person is probably the best person in this case. Her name's Tammy, and I just have her reference as a polygraph tech, but. Um, uh, she sets him up, tells tells him when to lie because, you know, you need to, like, there's stuff you can't simply lie about. There's stuff that she wants you to lie so, you know, there's a difference. And so she sets it up with with a few different tests. Like, like I want you to tell me the sky is blue. I want you to be truthful on what color is the sky. What color is the sky? Blue. Perfect. Okay, now I want you to tell me when I ask next uh, what color is the sky? I want you to come up with a with a, a different color than blue. Yeah. Um, and so she does. Uh, there's also a moment where she has a clipboard with numbers one, two, uh, four, and five, and she asks what number is missing. Three. Cool. Can you write it? And he writes the n- number three, and then she goes, "Okay, I want you to not. I want you to tell the truth on what number I had you write. Three. Perfect." Uh, now, I also want you to tell me uh, which numbers you, you like, if I ask you, did you write the number two, I want you to say yes, because obviously that's a lie. And so they go through a couple of, of things. So it's basically like uh, they have him tell the truth, tell a lie, and then she asks a question about Shanann and, the, and uh, his daughters. Um so uh, she talks about the emotional conversation. They go into it about if they, if, uh, uh, about uh, their, they, of them separating and selling the house or if he was going to keep the house. Um, um, uh, uh, if, if he knows what happened to the girls, uh, to his wife, you know, questions like that. Um, I will say, so Tammy, the uh, polygraph tech, uh, did an amazing job building up his confidence to, uh, to kind of, you know, stroke his ego, ego a little bit. And uh, she, uh, this is a quote from her. Uh, we are going to find out if you had anything to do with the uh, disappearance uh, today. She then says, if you did, then it would be really stupid for you to come in and take a polygraph uh, uh, today. Chris agrees to that statement. And then she says, like, it would be really dumb. Like, if you, like, you should not be here right now sitting in this chair. Like, it was just so great, her dropping those lines. Like, it would be really dumb if you showed up right now. Because, uh, I'll let you in, they're they're about 90%. Sure, he did it. They just want a confession. They want to know what happened. Um... So uh, then uh, Tammy goes into uh, to uh, saying the coolest part about uh, this right now is there's only one person in this room who knows the truth. There's about to be two. And I was like, oh, Tammy. Oh, girl. You got this guy. Um, um, 
she uh, uh, Tammy mentions that he's breathing weirdly um, and uh, she after the the um, test is concluded she goes and gets a detective and that's where they interrogate him some more <laughs> it's very dramatic I know <laughs> Uh, so at this point with, uh, Tammy being here with the, the detective, she tells him that he failed. He, uh, he, she, she actually goes, uh, after, after the test concluded, she was like, she was like, Chris, I gotta be honest with you. You're a very bad liar. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's why like, I'm like, Tammy's the best. Tammy was so great in this. Um, and so she she tells Chris that uh, that uh, he wasn't being truthful, that he lied, and that uh, it's ta- it's time now to tell us what happened, to tell us the truth, to tell us what happened to Shanann, to Cel- uh, Celeste, and to Bella. Um, and uh, he keeps claiming that he's not lying. He's not lying about uh, you well, know. Yeah, you got to stick to your yeah. Uh, and, story. Until he admits that he was having an affair uh, with, oh, with fucked up Chris with with somebody, and and uh, uh, his dad flew in, and so um, they they ended up getting him to talk a little bit more um, about it, uh, about what happened. Uh, if if they if um, if he like if they brought in his dad, if he would tell his dad. And so that's what they did. They they left. They brought the dad in, and uh, 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 that's kind of when finally uh, Chris actually started to show some emotion. He started to break down a little bit, and and especially with his father being there, and his father. It's weird. His father almost turned into the third uh, investigator, like like or interrogator, because he started asking questions like 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 come on like let it out like what happened tell me what happened um so it almost was like was like he was on the payroll <laughs> like he should have been on the payroll of, of of the of the matter yeah but that's not surprising it's it's not it just it just i mean it may be your son but that's also your grandkids which is very true um and so they finally bring in the the dad and uh that's when chris kind of <laughs> opens up a little bit um um uh, Chris uh, then kind of half confesses to it. Um, now to backtrack a little bit, um, Tammy um, during during um, the interview with him and the de- uh, the detective present, um, she gave him a a essential out. Like she, without him saying anything she came up with with a story of like what may have happened to see if he would bite um and he did um so this is what he told his dad is that um after the emotional conversation um he uh went into the shower to bathe before going to work uh that he works at like five in the morning um and so he bathed and then um uh, he then uh, heard a little bit of ruckus, and he uh, went to his daughters to mm-hmm. then see that uh, Shanann um, strangled them both. Um, 
strangled uh, both Celeste and Bella. Um, and in a fit of rage, he then um, strangled Shanann. So it was not self-defense, um, but by proxy? Like, you, she killed the two, so he killed her in retaliation. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, and then uh, he, uh, he also said that he then freaked out a little bit and that he, um, he, that's when he tried to cover up and hide the bodies. Um, so the footage of him backing up the truck, what he did was he took uh, his two daughters with their blankets um, and wrapped them up in, in plastic sheets. And put them in the truck to and, dispose of the bodies. Yes, uh, same thing with Shanann. Um, and then he drove out to one of the uh, oil rig locations. Uh, not the actual oil rig, sorry. Uh, it's the like uh, the storage of the oil. Um, and it's actually a giant silo um, uh, with a... It's uh, 20 feet tall, and the hatch opening uh, is 8 inches in diameter. Um, and he uh, basically took his two daughters and stuffed... Uh, his daughters through that eight-inch hole of that uh, that uh, oil uh, silo, um, and then he uh, dug a hole for Shanann and buried Shanann in a shallow grave, um, and then basically went on his day. Um, so that's what he—that's his half confession. That's what he's saying. That's what the the story he's sticking to is that Shanann killed the daughters and he killed Shanann, and that. He disposed of the bodies. Um, and at one point, Tammy, because at this point the, the father left and Tammy and the detective came back and was like, it, that's the story you're going with. You're okay with the public knowing that that Shanann did this to her daughters. And he was a-okay with it. He was very much like, yep, sounds good. That's what it is. Um, they ended up, uh, he ended up telling him, the location he ended up they got uh satellite imagery uh and he ended up drawing you know hey here's shanann's body there's the oil rig um that uh she's in um so yeah um so they obviously went to trial um and uh this was three months after the murders um At this point, uh, he stuck with that story up until um, until he was found guilty, and only after he was found guilty, he actually told what actually happened. So the trial, um, <laughs> I mean, sounds legit. Try to basically get himself a lighter sentence. Yeah, is what he was trying to do. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Um, Chris Watts pleaded guilty to all nine counts of murder in first degree for Shanann and uh, his two girls, a unlawful termination of pregnancy as it relates to uh, Nico Watts. The uh, They were going to have a boy. How's that nine counts? So I actually looked into it. Um, it's nine counts because of, of where they're at in the location. It's nine counts because uh, the 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 people or the kids were under the age of 12 basically so it counts so what it is is it counts as as one four four okay so like so say bella she was four it counts for her life 
it also counts because she's under 12 for the life that she would have had because she didn't live out a full life so they ended up tacking more on so there's there's one count for shenan two counts for each of the girls and then i think there's um I, I know the math doesn't add up because it's nine counts of murder in the first degree. So Shanann and then the two girls, that's plus two right there. And then Nico and then another one. There's, it's it's kind of weird. There, but because of, of their age, they're allowed to have I'm getting counts. it. It's yeah. just, it, that's a ridiculous standpoint to have in like a law. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, so unlawful termination of pregnancy as it relates to Nico Watts, three counts of unlawful tampering with a deceased human body, and five counts total of first. Oh, sorry, that's where it is. It's it's uh, it's not nine counts of first degree murder. It's nine. Uh, okay, charges. nine total. Nine total charges. Okay. Yeah, I, I, believe I was going to so. say. Good on. lord. Five, that's six, like seven, double eight. jeopardy right there. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Sorry, that's my bad. Or uh, double jeopardy, but because because three counts of all unlawful tampering, uh, unlawful termination. That's four, and then the five counts of the actual murdering. So uh, I have here five counts total of first degree. It's because the girls are younger than the age of twelve. They uh, do that for the fact of what a heinous crime it is. And also of what the life uh, they could have had, so he got charged for all that. I don't, I don't know what, I don't know if he's serving life. I would imagine he is. Uh, I did, actually didn't. I don't think I looked into that. Um, um, but he did get charged, found guilty, all that jazz, or he settled for guilty. Um, and uh, if he settled for guilty, like he plead guilty, yeah. He probably just got life. Yeah, probably. It's very, very seldom that you would plead guilty to getting a death charge. Right. Um, and uh, this guy is such a piece of shit. Um, he I mean, obviously he killed his kids. Well, right. Well, hold on. Don't don't be mean to the punch. He did, but uh, <laughs> but like he uh, he'll like a uh, like right letters to his mom or talk to his mom and his mom basically sees nothing wrong like like she like she can't believe that he did this but it's his baby boy her baby boy exactly and so like uh in in like letters to her or or conversations uh between the two uh he's like he's like i'm very sad that i'm gonna miss my birthday or your birthday or family gatherings and stuff like that no care no care whatsoever about uh his two daughters um so uh the Shanann's family uh, released a statement uh, saying uh, he made the choice to take uh, those lives. I do not want to be in a position of making the choice to take his. That's from um, the mom that uh, the, their lawyer um, talked about. Um, so dumb. Somebody kills my kids. I want to be the one that gets to pull the trigger on that son of a bitch. See? See? That's the right... Ex- <laughs> <laughs> that's the right uh, thing to say about the whole yeah. thing. So... Um, before I get into the full confession, um, I want to backtrack to his infidelity uh, with uh, with the lady, uh, his mistress. His mistress. Um, so at one point, um, uh, 
Shanann and the kids went to North Carolina to visit family. They are both from North Carolina. I think they moved to Colorado, if I remember right. Um, and uh, Chris started to have an affair in uh, June or July while... Um, well, uh, I think it was June, and then uh, the family went to North Carolina in July for six weeks, and he was going to fly out and, and meet with her. Um, in that six weeks, uh, he uh, while they were there, uh, Chris spent basically his entire time with his mistress, and his mistress is uh, a lady named Nicole. Not the same Nicole, but even her fucking name is spelled weird. That's her how she spells her name. Okay. That's like some... Yeah, it's like Russian, like yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Nicole Kessinger, um, she started to have an affair with Chris. Uh, they worked together at the at the mm-hmm. same company, and they um, uh, she knew that he was married, but didn't know that uh, she was that uh, Shanann was pregnant. Uh, mm-hmm. She found that out through the news, and uh, she knew that he had kids. Um, but she didn't care, really. Um, and uh, she the only reason she came in was uh, she saw on the news that, uh, uh, that they were missing and she wanted to basically come forth and provide any information. Um, and uh, people, obviously people got really mad at her and so she had to like change her name and stuff. Um, and she has sued a couple of places for like defamation. Okay, of I don't get that. Why are you getting mad at her? Like, it's not like she killed them. Yeah, I know. You know, like he, he fucked up. I mean, she's a kind of shitty person for still going out with somebody that's married. Yeah. Like, okay, shit on her a bit for that, but nothing that happened is actually her fault, really. Well, so yeah, for the most part. Um, uh, the detective has has uh, in one of the interviews has stated that um, uh, they he noticed that uh, uh, Chris has gotten into physical shape, and that's kind of when uh, he started to allude to his infidelity mm-hmm. uh, about it because one of the like he's the cop stated one of the reasons you get into a guy gets into shape is because uh, he's sleeping with somebody else, right? Yeah, which makes sense. Um, Make yourself look better. Make yourself look better. And um, so not only um, uh, they already have, or they have proof that Chris started deleting um, messages from between him and um, uh, Nicole Kessinger. Uh, Nicole did the same thing uh, to cover her tracks and stuff like that. Uh, But uh, uh, he, Chris had an app on his phone where he could hide pictures of, of Nicole in, in an app that looks like a, like a, yeah, I know what you're like, talking about. like a, like a calculator yep. kind of thing. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, and so the FBI has actually already sweeped both of their phones, obviously at this point and found basically misusing of, of certain things like web history stuff and all kinds of all kinds of shit but anyway so so did she have an actual part in it then not in like the killing or um or the like transportation of the of the deceased bodies it was more of 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 the whole separation aspect by the way uh that's the if 
if you see on YouTube right now, those are the oil tanks, and it will show the the eight inch uh, in diameter hole uh, right there. Um, so, um, uh, but no, because the whole thing was the, the emotional conversation, as he uh, often alludes to, was basically that they His were impropriety. Well. <laughs> Uh, because sh uh, Nicole, or sorry, Shanann knew that that something was off. Something was off in, in his demeanor and um, the, the text messages back and forth. She assumed an affair. He denied, obviously, you know, this and that. Um, so with that, all um, uh, uh, Chris and Nicole, uh, they both had conversations about him leaving her selling the house and that he and uh, Nicole will get a place together and they basically will be living start together. life anew yeah basically and and that's kind of where uh, he had that that click of I'm gonna start a life anew and I need to get rid of my old life basically yeah because otherwise I'll have child support in that and God forbid so yeah. whole legal battle so so, so yeah, um, but basically the only reason I brought up Nicole and the whole affair, other than more evidence evidence that this guy is a piece of garbage, is um, is it's almost like you can't bring up Chris Watts without not bringing up Nicole Kessinger. So, um, but I was I was in the middle of, of of my role and and going through, so I forgot to go back. But you were fawning over Tammy. It's all right. Oh, Tammy is so great. I, like, just <laughs> like honestly, go go and watch the 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 uh, the polygraph, polygraph stuff. Uh, it's so so interesting. Um, also, even the interrogation and how the, the detectives um, and Tammy um, both like stroked this guy's ego to then get you know where they are now with him in jail. So this is the full confession. Um, uh, when, when, uh, Shanann got back from her, um, business trip, when she was dropped off, um, Chris and her had a, a the emotional conversation and, uh, it then turned into, uh, that she knew about the affair and accused him of the affair and stuff. And, uh, that's when I think, I think, uh, I think, uh, there was some some uh, punches thrown kind of thing or or no sorry uh, Shanann threatened that she was going to take the kids and that sh uh, he'll never see them again you know the the usual yeah. things that people say and he didn't like that and so that's when um, he hit her and then put her his hands around her throat and strangled her to death um, he then wrapped um, wrapped her in the sheets of the bed, um, and in in the footage, uh, the body cam footage, you can see that the, the bed isn't made. Um, so um, he strangles her, uh, and then um, he uh, that's when he backs the truck up and uh, uh, gets the truck to the garage and moves the body into the trunk. Or not the trunk of the truck, um, in in the cab. Uh, he actually put it uh, in the back seat on on the floor, the uh, Shanann's body, 
And then um, he then grabbed his two kids with their blankets and put them in the car with Shanann's uh, body. And uh, he then proceeded to drive uh, to the location where he ends up dumping the body. Um, he, uh, he takes Shanann's body out, digs the shallow grave, puts the body in there. Of course, the kids are sleepy, confused, um, um, and, and they're, they're upset. They're, they're asking questions about where, uh, where their moms are and stuff or where Shanann is. And, um, he, you know, consoles them, you know, everything's going to be okay. You know, that kind of stuff. Um, after he digs the grave for Shanann, um, he then grabs, um, I don't remember which daughter, uh, he grabs the dot, one of the daughters, and then he proceeds to smother, uh, uh, one of his kids with the blanket and then uh, grabs the other kid and does the exact same thing um, and then he proceeds to take them over to the oil um, um, silos and uh, pushes the bodies through the eight uh, eight inch hole um, uh, I want to say one of the daughters may have still been conscious uh, during that, uh, I I don't remember, but um, uh, they actually found hairs around uh, the 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 hole that uh, he shoved the bodies through. So, uh, so yeah, he uh, he's just a very terrible, terrible person and father of the year. Yeah, um, I I I've never understood this, by the way, okay. especially the whole like. I'm going to take the kids. You're never going to see them again. That was his out. Mm-hmm. He obviously didn't want to deal with them. Yeah. He's a piece of shit. He would have just not paid child support anyways. He sounds like he would have just skipped state, evaded shit, and then not paid. Why? Why go through this? I don't understand it. Um, so... I don't understand it either, uh, especially with what this man did. Um, at one point, he obviously uh, he obviously tried to go for an insanity thing. Um, he's he at one point he did say that uh, a, a demon possessed him and made him do it, which was obviously bullshit. Um, but but yeah, it's just um, it's just it's uh, it just it's so terrible that there's people out here that do that kind of stuff that don't think things through of exactly what you said of okay if he wanted to start anew and you know Shanann was already threatening to take the kids and that he'll never see them again okay and the worst case scenario you pay child support yeah worst case scenario what he has 18 years of child support yep it's the worst case scenario Yep. Instead, now it's life in prison. Yep. Like, welcome to stupidity, there, buddy. I mean, he—he's he, the dumbest thing you could think. He of. absolutely thought he would get uh, away with it. Um, after well, he, everybody thinks they're going to get right. away with it because they're A- stupid. After he disposed of uh, of all three bodies, um, he ended up calling the schools uh, that uh, that his kids were enrolled and tried to un unenroll them, um, and. Um, and he thought he was going to get away with this? 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> he. I'm going to make the dumbest moves I can do, but uh, I'm going to get away with this scot-free. Uh, don't bring Scott into this. Uh, he also called his real- realtor to sell the house, and uh, uh, he also called uh, Nicole Kessinger about uh, the future that they can now have. <laughs> Maybe uh, I just killed my ex-wife. How'd you like to be my new one? <laughs> like, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's another statement uh, from the lawyers, or from the lawyer uh, for Shanann. Uh, he said, the spotlight that he tried to shine on Shanann falsely, incorrectly, and frankly, a flat-out lie has been corrected. The spotlight shines directly where it belongs, on him. And uh, he is now gonna face uh basically life in prison and and kind of just uh has to live with the guilt that he has if he even shows remorse like i said he there's he straight up has um has like talked about how he's gonna like he's upset that he can't be there for thanksgiving and stuff like that or that he can't just uh talk to his mom whenever and stuff like that he is straight up poor baby yeah i know and um I, like I said, I just started watching some YouTube clips about this guy, and that's, like, knowing what he did and how he di- uh, went about it. I It's almost like I want people to know this guy's name just just to know how much of a piece of shit he is. I, like, like watching the, the documentary, which I, again, highly recommend on Netflix, um, uh, when they started talk when he started talking about the confession and what he actually did, it, um... It, uh, it damn near broke my heart um, because I I just uh, relooked through my notes of what I ran down and um, it was actually um, it was um, it was uh, he grabbed um, he grabbed a CC first or sorry uh, slash first and um, like I said grabbed the blanket and smothered her as she's screaming daddy no and that just that just tore me up um it just it just really sucks that there are people out in this world that that do this kind of stuff and and uh show almost no remorse of anything so um but i nonetheless i thought it was a an interesting case of of what happened and here's here's even more of a shitty thing um because stuff like this really intrigues me of 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 the court processes and and the investigation and just getting into the nitty-grittiness of of uh certain cases um here's something super fucking shitty about about this whole thing is that uh there are um like facebook groups and fan groups that think that chris did nothing wrong and that Shanann is the one actually at fault. Um, there are groups that, uh, because of her entire life is basically on display on her yeah. social media, that there's uh, these groups that um, that think that she was a nagging bitch and very controlling of, of, of everything that, you know, she wanted to put on on a display of like, Hey, we're a happy little family. And, and, uh, so there are groups out there that think, uh, that think that Shanann drove Chris to do this to not only her, 
and her unborn child, but to their two daughters. And uh, there's people out there, uh, you can go fuck yourself, really, <laughs> to, to think that he did nothing wrong and that Shanann was the, the cause of all of this. You, you can... You can uh, uh, what's a good what's a good way to put it, Brad? That they should uh, they should um, uh, do. What should they do? Yeah. Well, they should probably uh, swallow uh, rusted Nance. razor blades. Oh, okay. And then be forced to uh, sing their favorite song, tequila. <laughs> so. And maybe drink some tequila afterwards. Ooh. Oh, oh yeah. And salt. yeah. Oh. Lemon shots. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, there have been people like that forever, though. It's just like the serial serial killer groupies. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like like a Charles Manson yeah, groupies. Yeah, they just take their, their side Bundy. constantly. Um, yeah. I mean, shit. I mean, it started it off a little bit of a joke, but like talking about like The Office. Like that was... Uh, Toby with the, the Stratton Strangler like that was just kind of like it It was also showing that 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 type of thing where it's funny because people do they are like oh I'm part of this case and then they all of a sudden like take their side yeah. and then they just fawn over them yeah when and to- people do that constantly where they think that this guy's probably a nice guy and if he ever got out they would want to be with him and then he's just going to turn around and fucking kill you too you stupid idiot yeah yeah it um it just, uh, as you can imagine, um, uh, Nicole Kessinger and Chris Watts aren't going to be together. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. No conjugal visits, nothing. No, but I would not be surprised if there were, if there was some kind of um, <laughs> conjugal visits for uh, for groupies. But but yeah, it's it's such a weird thing, especially especially with that kind of thing. Like like Chris Watts. He's a fairly handsome gentleman. He's he like, like we already stated. Like he started working out. He started getting buff and and stuff. And and honestly, like like Shanann was was a very gorgeous lady. And it just that that there's people out there that go go. Hey, Chris Watson, that those glasses, am I right? Ooh-wee. Like it just it's it's disturbing. And and anybody who is a fan of Chris Watts can. Uh, yeah, uh, eat some uh, rusted razor blades and sing their favorite song and drink tequila afterwards. Tequila with lemonade and um, uh, salt. So. Yeah. But uh, overall, Brad, what do you think of, of this case? What what are your thoughts um, of this scumbag? <laughs> don't I, don't let me you know sway you one way or another. But what are your thoughts on this absolutely grotesque, horrifying? Uh, um, despicable person. I mean, I don't think you need my thoughts on it. I think you kind of know. You like him? Yeah. Are you a groupie? It. I am a groupie. Are you the leader of these fan pages? <laughs> <laughs> can I become a groupie just so I can get to meet this guy and then I can strangle him? Up top. Um... I again I re- I don't understand okay so in actual okay. like fairness yeah uh I don't understand that need or want to kill just to get out of something mm-hmm. cuz it's not like it's a wartime situation you're not a prisoner of war nothing yeah. else it's easy to get out of a situation like that 
especially when you're the one that's doing like the impropriety, right? You're the one cheating. Why? Why do you need to kill that person that you're with now just to be with somebody else? Yeah. And then to take the extra steps to kill your kids. Yeah. I don't understand it. Like, yeah. just kill him now. Oh, oh, Chris Watts? Yeah, yeah. just kill him now. Especially if he's confessed. Just kill him now. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. Um, again, I, I highly recommend watching the documentary on Netflix or uh, going in a little bit more into this kind of stuff. Like, I just saw today that uh, while finding some videos, I saw that uh, they have a police or a prison interview with him that is about uh, four hours long that I'm going to dive into uh, at some point. Now, the um, only bad thing with you saying that, though, what? the more people that give this attention, the more A, attention he gets, and then B, the more crazy groupies that will come out. I, that is the bad part. Is, yeah. Because you know, he, did, he obviously did it for attention in the first place. And initially, it was attention from his mistress. Yeah. And now he's just gaining extra attention. So yeah. that is kind of the bad part about calling this stuff out. It's like, these cases need to be known so you can, you know, distance yourself from it. But at the same time, there's always a bad part where you're giving in to A, their wishes, and yeah. B, fucking idiot groupies out there. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, but So well, it's, a, it's a thin, like a thin line you have to like walk. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I think I think that's why when I watch these uh, you know YouTube videos and people are giving their opinion, they they take the same standpoint as I, uh, which is uh, uh, people who support Chris Watts can go uh, 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 jump into a lava pit and uh, um, and stuff like that. So, but I I again I recommend the Netflix uh, show. It's a quick watch, hour and a half if not two hours, but super quick. And it goes, it dives deeper into uh, more of Shanann and, and like her social media stuff shows you clips of that. It also shows um, uh, text messages from when she's like in North Carolina and, and evidence of like his infidelity between like, at one point she, he's like, he says like, Oh, he went to, he got a babysitter uh, went out uh, to go watch a mm. hockey game and then went and got food. In in all fairness, it was just the babysitter and uh, no hockey game, but uh, to go to uh, food with his mistress. So, um, so it goes dives deeper into the 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 mistress, the North Carolina bit, um, and some more of Shanann, and then basically gets all the results. So, so. Anyway, that's that's about it. It's despicable, and I'm sorry I, I brought this to everyone's attention, but wow. it's it's something that I that I'm very passionate that I want to do on on this uh, podcast forum, whatever, however you want to bring it. Um, is that there is a there is a lighter side to to uh, police work, and then there's also the darker stuff. Um, and so I kind of like having a fine mixture of bringing in the darker stuff like the Chris Watts case and then, you know, the other stuff of idiots who decide who want to just go on a police chase or get pulled over because they're an arson investigator or whatever, so. I think it can be said better, okay? They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people, and neither do we. <laughs> well said, it. well said. Couldn't say it better myself, but I hope you know, uh, I want you to know that... Uh, he wrote me! Nope. <laughs> so.
But, but anyway, uh, thank you for listening. Sorry it was on a downer note, but uh, I hope you still enjoy nonetheless. Oh, my um, God. Omega. Uh, Becca. Uh, so, yeah. Thank you for letting me ramble on for a little bit, yeah. Brad. Um, uh, and I'll find some more gems um, of despicableness and uh, uh, the fun side of police work, I guess. So, thanks for listening. Hey, no problem. Uh, I've been your host, uh, Mike, with my co-host. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bye. Bye. I didn't think that went too bad. <laughs>